This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Oi, Jewish football players. <laughs> what, did, what did you just say? Oi, Jewish football players. <laughs> Every cub ever. Stabbing slow golfers. My brush with Motown great Barry Gordy. And our Celebrity Minute with Gerardo. 90s music sensation Gerardo. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. Now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Happy New Year. Yeah, baby. We did it. We made it to in a whole other year. 2019, Ricky. So this is really, if you think about it, um, this is our fourth year doing this show. Oh, we started in seven. No, in sixteen. Do we, was it so? Okay, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you know, George Brett played baseball in three decades, right? Yeah. Seventy nine, eighty, and the seventies, the eighties, and the nineties. Right, and we have done this in one decade. Yeah. I mean, clearly, our career is considerably better than than George Brett. Well, you look great. Have has have those. Has, has your New Year's resolution already kicked in for losing weight? Because that is not my New Year's resolution. Well, what is your New Year's? Um, I don't have one. Uh, I've decided not to not to do New Year's resolutions anymore. That's my New Year's resolution. It's, to, yeah. it's no resolution. I'm going to lose weight. Are you? How much? I don't know. Four pounds. Okay, that's good. That, <laughs> four you know, pounds in a year? I could do that. That's a realistic <laughs> yeah, New Year's right, resolution. Yeah. That's the first one. Usually right. it's like 40 pounds. No. I believe one year you said you were going to run a marathon. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah, that did pan out yeah. so good. Uh, no, four pounds, one a quarter. Okay. I think that's fine. All right. right? Well, I, did, I got some exercise in last night. I went to the uh, Chicago Bulls game. And, They're uh, still playing? Yeah, they were down by like 40 points in the third quarter, and I got some playing time. Uh, I was in there. I did a little strong forward. I, uh, you know, I was 0 for 3 from the field, but, but you no know, worse than they You got were. some minutes in. <laughs> I mean, Garbage minutes, yeah. I got to tell you, the Chicago Bulls, and, the worst team ever. Um, uh, is there like, I think I know one player. Is it like Adam Levine or something? Or Yes. Oh, is he one of your guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, keep yeah. that in mind because we're going to be talking about that in a few minutes. Uh, um, yeah, there's Adam Levine and... Is there like a Jackson? Now I'm just being. Now I'm just ethnically profiling. Uh, well, so here. there was. It's funny. There was a. There's a uh, Finnish player on the Bulls. I think his name is Laurie uh, Marconin mm. or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I took Sean. The two of us went. My son Sean, and we were sitting in a section with uh, Finnish fans. Really? So there were probably like 30 or more Finnish fans who were chanting Lori, Lori. <laughs> um, Did they have the big flag? Did they have the flag? Uh, uh, no, but they were, they were, there was one part where they show um, uh, on the, on the, on the scoreboard, they show the other players trying to say something in Finnish, and these guys were rolling on the floor. They thought it was so funny hearing these guys trying to, uh, to, to talk Finnish. Well, the best thing about a Bulls game is not the Bulls game now because they 
God are awful. It's all the fun stuff around. I the know. Game. I, I, mean, I, I here's an out of the box suggestion to get rid of the basketball. <laughs> I know, and just have the the races and the yeah. and the kids running I won in two circles. donuts last night. Whoa, two donuts. Well, good thing you don't have a New Year's resolution, my friend. <laughs> yeah, really, that would that would really get in the way right now, wouldn't it? Well, happy New Year to you and all of our listeners, and yes. hopefully for much health, our much health and happiness in 2000. And we've got already some great guests booked. Yes, we for do. 2019. Yes. Do you we've, want to tease some? Or no? Sure. Uh, yeah. Well, t- today we've got uh, Gerardo. Yes. Uh, You'll remember him from uh, that great song. Uh, Rico, Rico Suave. Rico Suave. The guy was an absolute killer star back in Oh, the, it was huge. I watched the video recently. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, but, uh, well, the song's not good, but, uh, you know, <laughs> he's good. Oh, he's fantastic. <laughs> Actually, the song, you know... I'm not judged. I think the song is actually good. I still remember it 30 years later. It's, so It's about the same as Vanilla Ice, yeah, I'd probably, say. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got those six-pack abs, just like you and me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I actually do like the song. Okay. I do. I do like well, the song. Well, uh, coming up, during this very podcast, well, we'll be speaking to him, Gerardo uh, himself. We've got Anthony Scaramucci next week. That's very we've exciting. We've got the Mooch, former yeah. White House communications uh, director. Fantastic. coming. Um uh, and I know we got more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, the, they'll be coming. They'll be they'll be knocking at our door. I'm sure. <laughs> Rule number one: never ask to tease something that you don't know. What <laughs> well, the we teased is one. Here. It's okay. fine. Okay. All right. Well, it, what do you say we do sure. uh, some minutia? Sure. Time now for a collection of Cub Oops. Geekness. This one. is just uh, one bad century with Rick and Dave. Uh, here we go. The Jumping year. right into the new year with the uh, wrong <laughs> audio. We've, you've got three buttons. How can you? Yeah. I, I've got six right. buttons. Okay. Here's this is the correct one this week's minutia with rick and dave okay dave all right rick uh star julian edelman named the fourth best jewish football player of all time <laughs> now now if you're asking who's julian edelman he plays for the patriots and he's actually he's very pretty good, good. He's, he's very very, very good. good he's tough uh however he's never been to a pro Bowl. no uh he's had he's been in the league for nine years and guess how many tds he has uh in his career Nine. <laughs> 30. Okay. So about th- yeah, I mean, it's okay. Um, but he has been just named the um, fourth best Jewish football player of all time. So not a big, you know, kind of the tallest midget in the circus, sort of. But, well, you know, so who's number one? Well, I've got a quiz oh, if you want ooh, to. Yes. Um, if you want to go right off the bat, uh, do you have the quiz well, button? Well, you did not warn me that there was going to be a quiz. So let me see if I can find the uh, talk amongst yourselves. Hey, what's that over there? Uh, you know what else? Uh, or as far as uh, other jobs that Jews that you shouldn't hire Jews for other than football players? <laughs> yes. What? Uh, I got a couple you wanted me to talk about. Yeah. Um, toll booth operators. And why would that be? Because we like to chat. Oh, right. Okay. You know, I thought that was a money thing. Well, no, it's not a money thing. It's we like to chat, and we're not very good with directions. We wandered around a lot in the desert. So Jewish toll booth, don't don't hire a Jew for being a toll booth. Um, also a roofer. Okay, and why yeah. would that be? Well, we're not gonna. That's dangerous. We're not gonna go up on okay. that ladder. Uh, All right, I cannot find the minutiae quiz. Okay. Thing. Um, also, and this is gonna surprise you, chiropractors. 
Why is that? Well, because no matter how bad your back is, our back hurts more. Oh, very good. Right. So, very good. Last thing you want to hear when you go to the chiropractor. Right. It's like, that's like, nothing. Yeah. yeah, but you call that a, do you call that a herniated disc? <laughs> All right. Top 10. I got the list of the top 10. Uh, this is from the American Jewish Historical Society Sports Division. You know, those people are working overtime. Sure, exactly. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Honey, how was, honey, I was working today. Don't talk to me. I'm just crazy busy under paperwork. <laughs> all right. The top 10 Jewish football players of all time. Now, number one, you should probably get. Uh, Sid Luckman. Yeah, there you go. Sid Luckman, Chicago Bears, 1939 to 1950. Great career. Yes. I don't absolutely. have his stats, but they're great. Hall of Famer. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, then the best Bears quarterback of all time. Oh, does it? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, um, without question. Although our new guy, pretty good. We'll see. Uh, talk to me in four or five years. Right. Uh, talk to me in four or five days. Good point. Um, number two, best Jewish ball player, football player. Are you want to give me a hint of some kind? Well, the name does not sound Jewish. Ron Mix. Uh, was he an offensive lineman? Yeah. I believe yeah. he was. Yeah. Ooh. Los Angeles Rams. Whoa, dude. Yeah, I had his football card. Uh, from 1960 to 1971. That's actually impressive. Now we get to the Jewish sounding names. Number three, Benny Friedman. <laughs> I actually went to Hebrew school with Benny Friedman and he never heard of him. 1927 to 1934. Okay. He played for the Cleveland Bulldogs, the Detroit Wolverines, the New York Giants and the Brooklyn Dodgers. Brooklyn wow. Dodgers. There was okay. a, was there a football team called the Brooklyn Dodgers? Uh, apparently there was Julian Edelman. Currently. Yeah, number four. Um, now, this number five is actually very surprising to me. Lyle Alzado. I had no idea. He Need, yeah, me neither. And he was good. He was. Uh, he was an all-pro. Uh, rounding Died of steroid abuse. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, right? No. no uh, uh, Broncos. And the Raiders. And the Raiders. And the Raiders. Yeah. Um, Eddie Newman. Never heard of him. Harris Barton. Never heard of him. Harry Newman. Never heard of him. Well, there's got two. What are the odds of having your top ten and two of them are named Newman? Jay Fiedler. Newman. Yeah. Uh, Jay Fiedler. He's a quarterback. Right. I've heard of him. Um, and Kyle Cozier. Never heard of him. What either. about Bernie Kozar? Yeah, I thought he was uh, Jewish. I think he is, but he, didn't he make should it. be way higher on uh, the list. Congratulations, Julian Edelman, number fourth on the all-time Jewish football okay. list. There you go. Well, there you go. Now I, uh, you know, as we're going to keep the theme rolling, is that okay with yeah, you? Yeah, sure. So um, we actually have, I think, on a whole, like an almost an all sports theme before Gerardo comes on. We, we might, we might. Uh, here's here's the thing I want to talk about. Um, Dave has been mocking me for years <laughs> about a feature that is on the Just One Bad Century website, which is a website that uh, we both own, and I have, am the editor-in-chief of, and I, there's a feature on there called Every Cub Ever, and we have decided this year mm-hmm. that we are going to make that into a book. I think that's a brilliant idea. Now, I put it together a little bit uh, in manuscript form over the last couple of days. Uh-huh. And it, right now, we're pushing about 500 pages. <laughs> that's So, I'm thinking we're going to have to cut back a little bit. Maybe... Uh well, you have to list everybody. You have to list everybody. But anyway, we'll we'll be uh-huh. we'll be editing it. But now that you've talked about the uh, the Jewish football players, uh-huh. one of the things that I did this year for just one bad century is for every holiday I went through every cub ever and I found you know some minutia about some of these. Well, we things. need to, we need to have something like that in the book, like little fun little yes, graph, absolutely graphy things like that. Absolutely. Well, one of them I did was for uh, the upcoming uh, Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. which is in. Uh, September, 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 October. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, hey, 
Now I can play that clip that I played earlier. Hang on. Time now for a collection of Cub Geekness. This is Just One Bad Century with Rick and Dave. Take a guess how many Jewish Cubs there have been throughout Cubs history. How many years? 100 years or 1871 through present day. Okay, so that's what, 140 years basically, something like that? Yeah. Six. 15. Okay. Which is not bad. And three of them were pretty darn good. Sammy Sosa. Uh, no. <laughs> um, no, you're not going to guess these, but I'm, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, tell, I'll t- quickly tell you some of these guys. There's a guy named Cy Block who uh, pitched for a couple of games in 1942 and then was drafted and, uh, and never got to pitch again. Um, High Cohen. Okay, that yeah. <laughs> he also owns a deli in the Bronx. Nice, <laughs> and he gave up uh, thirteen hits and seven earned runs against the Cardinals in his uh, one game. Uh, there was a guy named Scott Feldman. Okay, remember him? Uh, yeah, he played for yeah. the Sox too. He did. I, okay. I think so. He um, he was traded for Pedro Strope and Jake Arrieta. Oh, that was a good, pretty good trade. <laughs> Not for the Cubs. No, for, the, for the Cubs. Well, the, for the Cubs, it was a good trade, yes. not for the other no. team. Uh, Sam Fold was yeah, a the little guy. Yep, yeah, he, he was all right. John Graybow was a, uh, a reliever recently. Yeah. Um, one of your favorite players of all time, Adam Greenberg. Oh, <laughs> the guy who let, won at bat, right? He got beaned. One pitch. One pitch, and he got beaned in the face. First pitch in the major leagues. <laughs> he got <laughs> beat hit, right. in the face and never played. But he had a good lawyer, and he's yeah. fine. He's doing yeah. great. He's actually, I just saw a story about him the other day. He's running for, uh, off, he ran for office as a, as a Republican somewhere in Connecticut or something. We have got to get him on. Okay. Talk about minutia. There you go. Ryan Kalish is another one who played like for five seconds for the Cubs. Uh, Johnny Klipstein. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just making that one up. No. Uh, here's, a, here's a little bit of trivia about Johnny Klipstein. Yeah. He was the uh, pitcher for the Cubs on the day that the Republican convention was in Chicago in 1952 when Dwight D. Eisenhower was nominated. You're the only person on earth that knows that, but you can get this in the Every Cub Ever book coming up soon. Andrew Lorraine is another one. He did nothing. Jason Marquis is another one. Uh, uh. He was around for a while, but he, all right. Steinfeld, what about Ed Ed Mayer? No, Steinfeld was German. Oh, uh, well, Kling, Johnny Kling. Oh, well, you've got one. Okay, okay, very good. Johnny Kling was the catcher on the 1908 Cubs. Okay. And uh, I consider him the best Jewish player in Cubs history. And, and I'll tell you a little bit about him. He was the catcher that caught for uh, four World Series teams. Yeah. And the one year in, during that whole reign that the Cubs, uh, 1906, 7, 8, 9, and 10, their five-year mm-hmm. period, one year they did not make the World Series, 1909, Johnny Klink took the year off to become a professional pool player. Oh, well, there All you right, go. So there you go. That's just like Jordan when he retired. We didn't get those three. Yeah. The other two great ones were Steve Stone. Oh, sure. And Ken Holtzman. Oh, Kenny Holtzman, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we should get also Steve Stone on the program. Because I heard a story with Steve Stone, and maybe you're, you can um, correct me if I'm wrong. When he was playing with the Baltimore Orioles, one year he just decided, I'm just going to throw curveballs. Yeah. And he won the Cy Young that year, and then... His career was over. Yeah. Career was over. But he's like, you know what? I'm not a great pitcher. Yeah. I'm just going to go one year and just torch my arm. If I can win the Cy Young, great. I'll be immortal. 
And then, so, you know, we had Steve Stone one, once uh, with a Landecker show. Mm-hmm. And I think Bob Surratt was filling in or somebody like that um, and, and got Steve Stone on. And it was excruciating. It was, you know, he is... It was a long and winding road. Oh, really? And, and the stories were not interesting. And, you know, I guess, I don't know. I, I'd like to have him on, um, but we've got to be laser-focused with him. Uh, I'd love listening to him on the score during baseball season for the summer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's better when he's just talking about baseball. Uh, in that interview, they were talking about other things. Okay. And, you know. Not that interesting, as it turns out. Wow, 2019. You're a little bitchy already in 2019. <laughs> it's a new me. <laughs> yeah, well, look, you know, I don't think I like the new you. <laughs> My uh, new resolution is to be a dick. Hey, uh, we got a winner. Okay. Um, and as you know, everybody who's listening, I'm sure, all you got to do is retweet us and follow us on Twitter, and you could win a prize pack worth up to, or at least $25. And guess who won this year? Who? Or this uh, this first one, Maliard Report. It's a podcast. Okay. They retweeted us, and you know what they got? They got an Amish Chicago coffee mug. We're getting pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close to no let's more. Just, let's uh, just polish those. Should I just give him like 17 of them? And then, no, no, uh, no. I mean, just let's, this is a New Year's resolution. No more Amish Chicago coffee mugs after this year. We just take, give them all out this year. I think we'll be able to do it. I got like 15 left. Okay. Uh, Crying Cub t-shirt in lieu of the big manuscript, the Tomei, Jim Tomei, the big tome that's coming out, and Cub Sessions by Randy and Becky. That's all that's going to the Molliard Report. And again, all you got to do is retweet and follow us. And you could subscribe to us on Stitcher, on iTunes, on Google Play, yeah. on Spotify, um, on uh, whatever else. Wherever podcasts are, are sold. And it's not even sold. It's free. It's free. I got something else. You're a golfer, aren't you? I am. Are, are we, we going to do Jewish golfers now? <laughs> yeah. uh, Phil Mickelson? <laughs> He's not Jewish. I know. Uh, um, well, you know who the, one of the best Jewish basketball players was? Uh no. Dr. Julius Irving. He's not Jewish. With a name like Dr. Julius Irving? <laughs> you don't think he's Jewish? Man upset. And this comes out of Utah. Which You know who my favorite Jewish uh, football player is? Uh, Tariq Cohen. <laughs> or uh, Rashid. Uh, what was the Heisman Trophy winner? Ishmael. Uh, Rocket Ishmael. What was yeah. his? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rashid Ishmael. Uh, yeah. 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 I went to... I got confirmed. My kids got confirmed with his kids. Uh, this comes out of Utah, and this is kind of not Utah-like, okay? I mean, this is a story that I don't, you know, people that are from Utah, they got they don't have booze there, right? Or no. They, Jello capital of America, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, there's some minutiae for you. Um, anyways, and well, Mitt Romney is from Utah. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Man upset with slow play stabs fellow golfer in Utah. Oh, my God. Uh, we all love speeding. You know, we all love fast play, although I'm not a real golfer. No. Uh, you know, uh, you and I are the kind of people that the golfers behind us go, oh, yeah. yeah. Can, can, you mind if we pass? <laughs> yeah, right. 
Hey, fatties, you want to move over? According to police officials, 61-year-old Lee Johnson and his wife were behind a foursome at Payson Golf Course in Utah Saturday night. The couple tried to play through but were denied by the group. Who denies playing through? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, A fight ensued with club attendants breaking up the dispute. Later in the round, Johnson and his wife again attempted to pass, and and the foursome said, no, you can't pass. So uh, the guy... Pulled out a knife and stabbed the guy. Okay, I'm going to say that's an overreaction. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, I have uh, I, I do I golf a little more than you do. Yeah, um, and uh, I do enjoy golfing. But the thing is, when you get behind somebody that's really slow, it does it does irritate yeah, you. Yeah. And you watch somebody hit the ball and they'll hit it again and again and again uh, and again. And you're just waiting, you know, for them to get out of range. Well, one time I was on a golf outing and this just happened last year, the year before. And there was an old couple in front of us. And again, this was like a, uh, our age. <laughs> I, I'm going to say 20 years older than us. Kind of old. Um, and they were going right down the middle of the fairway. They were, you know, hitting it nicely and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, I got a little impatient. Mm-hmm. They hit it a, a too many times. And I thought, you know what? I bet I can't hit it that far. Ooh. And so I hit my trusty three wood. Yeah. Uh. And I plunked the old guy right in the back. Really? Yeah. And I screamed four. Yeah. But, but you know, hear you. he can't hear me. He's an old man. <laughs> yeah. um, and he, then it was he probably has better hearing than you do, though. <laughs> it was one of those courses where you get to the next hole and there's a line, you know, people are waiting. Uh. And so I got to the next hole and he was standing there waiting for me and he had a look of fire in his eyes. And I and he's like, which one of you guys hit me? <laughs> and I said, you know, actually, I think all the guys I was golfing with were pointing <laughs> yeah, right, at me. Right, yeah. right. Um, and I apologized to him again. And the uh, one of the guys that was in the foursome with him said to me, um, do you know who you just hit? Like, uh, no. He's like a village trustee for the city of Splains. Okay. So so you will get parking tickets every time you yeah. s- you set foot. And just- so, yeah. yeah. I uh, Apparently, I cannot go to Displains. Yeah, well, when, when the last time we, I mean, last time I went golfing was with you. Yeah. And it was at a charity outing. Was it a green-white thing or was it a... Uh, yeah, I don't remember. And we had a carfuffle. Uh, Randall, your brother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, your, yeah, your brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, I think he accidentally hit somebody else's ball. You know how a ball gets into... Yeah, uh-huh, sure. And, and he, they got into a... And the guy who he... The ball that he hit was very, very upset, and they got into a... And Randall's not a... He's a good golfer, yeah, too. Yeah, right. Uh, there was an, another time when we went with uh, Jim Weiser. Mm-hmm. Um, and Former Jim Weiser yeah. is not a good golfer. He's, <laughs> you know, like us. And he he thought he was going to hit it onto the green and <laughs> overshot it and went right into the snack bar. <laughs> and people were, like, scurrying. Like, oh, crap. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. So, uh, we have... Uh, we have to do our next feature. Yeah. Do you remember what it was? It's been uh, a long time. I'm hoping that this is it. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Okay, this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar, pulls out a name of a uh, celebrity, and I have to uh, tell the story of the day I met that celebrity and whatever happened. Barry Gordy. Is that the music guy? 
Yeah, yeah Motown. Yeah, yeah, Motown yeah, yeah, founder yeah. Barry Gordy. He just passed away recently, didn't he? Did he? Is he? Did he die? I thought so. I think he's still alive. All right. Well, people can check that out. Uh, please Google it because we're not going to right now. Uh, Barry Gordy was on Landecker show. I want to say uh, in the mid '90s, sometime he he uh, was producing a. Um, a TV uh, mini series about the Temptations. I don't know if you remember this. It was a, it was a pretty good show, and the Temptations were a, a great '60s Motown group. They did they had just an untold number of hits, but they had they were one of those bands that had a major turnover, where uh, all these guys would die of overdoses, and and they were they were constantly replaced and each song had a different singer and we're trying to get the story straight through barry because it did according to john it didn't match up with what john knew about it well barry gordy was in a limousine driving somewhere in the detroit area um and said can, can you hang on a second guys he got out of the limo and he killed a man and then he got back in the limo. That is not true. No, it's not true. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I can't remember what happened. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you're, yeah, you hear the gunshot and you hear the, the head explode. And we'll be back right after this with weather. And <laughs> so, you, so you don't remember the story. No, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for this moment where we pull a name on it. And and you can't, can't remember, remember the story. I can't. I, all I remember was he was in a limo and we're talking about the Temptations miniseries. And there was some story there or I wouldn't have put his name in the uh, jar. But you can't remember. I can't remember what yeah, it is. Well. Um, and just for the record, he did not kill a man uh, during the interview. Well, if Barry as Go far as I know, if Barry Gordy is still alive, that's going to be a <laughs> minutiae guest that we're going to have. <sighs> I'm sorry. Speaking I, of I, guests and music. All right. Speaking of guests and music. That's a good tie in. Let's uh, let's let's play the uh, audio and bring in. A, we're very excited this about is, this. This. I love this guy. All right. Hang on. Here we go. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. Well, this is exciting. Uh, we have a uh, musical celebrity on the on the, the show with us this week. He uh, is famous for, you know, one of the great songs of the 90s, Rico Suave. Uh, please welcome <laughs> Gerardo. Thanks for being on the show. My brother, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um <laughs> You know, uh, what, what I now in retrospect with that song, it's great. When it was happening, I heard it so often, <laughs> you know what? And you were far better looking than Rick and I ever were. And all of our girlfriends would look at, oh, yeah, look thanks at a him. lot. Yeah. Thanks a lot right. for the nineties, pal. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thanks a lot. So do you, uh, that was obviously your, your big hit. You did have another hit, but do you kind of consider yourself a, a one hit wonder? Is that, uh, would that be an accurate uh, description? Well, you know, for a long time, I hated that label, you know, yeah. I was like, oh man, but, uh, in, as, as time has passed and, uh, as we talk, you're going to find out that I've become a, a pastor. Mm -hmm. It has been a, uh, a lure or a, 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 a way of me to, to reach out to people that, you know, would have never came to church. But when they hear Rico's father, he's preaching, they <laughs> either want to come check it out just because, you know, they, you know, they think it's going to be something 
hot or something. And then when they come in the door, you know, usually a guy takes a hold of them and, and it's over for, it's on it from there. But like I said, now I'm, I'm really content with it. It's, Hey man, I'll be the, you know, one hit wonder if I can get one soul to the door. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, when you're preaching, you are wearing a shirt, though, right? <laughs> when I'm preaching, what? I'm sorry to hear. Uh, you're wearing a shirt, not like the '90s. When oh no, were- no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I be, you know, I'm trying to keep it still, like you know, uh, of course not shirtless, but you know, I, 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 I'm trying to keep it young, you know. So I'll, I'll wear, you know, I'm, 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 I'm probably that one of the few pastors that wear skinny jeans and, and a ball cap and this and that. And, you know, I, I still try to be myself. I, I, I'm still having a hard time, you know, being that guy with with a tie on and, and the whole thing. So, yeah, we are, too. <laughs> I'm not your traditional uh, pastor. Well, that's that's great. And, and good for you. Um, before Rico Suave come out, came out, you had a couple of movie roles, uh, probably one of the biggest ones and a movie that I loved. It can't buy me love um, yes. as well as colors. Both of those. Do you can still consider yourself an actor? I mean, is this a chapter of your life that is over? Would you act again? I mean, is there because um, you were great in both of them? Well, if Martin Landau can make a comeback at eighty-something years old, there's still hope. <laughs> but, but I can tell you, I, I love acting. I I, I love it. I I haven't, you know, I, I we're living now in in Kentucky, so there's not many auditions over here. But I can tell you that uh, once in a while, I want to get back to L.A., there's always somebody trying to uh, say, hey, man, you know, how do you feel about trying to do this or or coming back into the business? I'm all for it. I just, you know, I'm not the um, I don't have the availability to be going out on auditions anymore. Sure. Right. But, uh, you know, if somebody offered me something that uh, that made sense, whatever, I, I would definitely go for it. I feel like acting is a thing that uh, that comes natural. I've been doing it for so long. And there's a lot of that that I even even you know uh, stuff from my past I always bring up into the into the pulpit, where you know I can go back and 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 play these roles that that uh, kids nowadays can relate to. Okay. Well, you sound like a great pastor. Yeah, exactly. Where's your church? <laughs> right. We got to go. Uh, you know, I watched the uh, I watched the video again yesterday. I hadn't watched it in a while, and. Uh, you know, it's a it's a pretty risque video. Knowing what I know <laughs> about you now, and you're a pastor, you're the yeah. dad of a beautiful girl, right? In yeah. Miss California, isn't that your daughter? Yes. Yes. So now, now that you are a pastor and a dad of a beautiful girl, and you're also Rico Suave, how do you how do you look at that video and that song now today? Oh man, I know, man. It, it 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 also sounds like an oxymoron altogether, you know, like it doesn't make sense or fit. But um, it it is, you know, the reality is, uh, I married a beautiful woman, and she, you know, we got some beautiful kids, and uh, my daughter just out of, out of the three kids that I have, my oldest, she's she's very chill. She's like. Uh, we consider her the Maryland of the monsters. You know, she's a very, yeah, she's very much the the quiet one, the sweet one. My second child, the one that you see, was Miss California. She's a firecracker, but um, and she loves modeling and she loves the business. I've been trying to pull her into singing because she's she's such a great singer. But you know, I, I you know, I'm 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 trying to wait for that moment when she says, "Daddy, can can we get on the you know the studio now?" But right now, it's all about her modeling and about her career. Um, I, of course, as a dad, 
there's some th- certain things that she'll be posting on there that I don't agree with. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and I'm very open about it because I'll make my comments on there. Boom, you know. Yeah. And uh, she'll 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 answer back. And we'll, we, the one thing about it, my brother, is that I, I want to be as real as possible with my life. Since yeah. you know, like I said, I you know I every parent is going to have a certain type of problem with your children or whatever. Right. All we can, we, all we can do is love them through through it all and. Uh, and try to understand them too, because I was at that same spot where I didn't want to hear nothing from nobody. Yeah. I had a mission and that was it. Right. And and you had that mission in front of hundreds of millions of people too. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. You know, how did uh, the, the song peaked at what? Number seven, I think it was uh, on the billboard. Yes. Um, and this is a open-ended question that could be, you know, can go in any direction, but you know, how did it change your life? Obviously you went from, you know, Relative obscurity to, to international yeah. superstar, shirtless superstar. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Um, uh, I, I can tell you, really, it was unexpected. I, I at that moment, in in those days when I was when I was when I started doing music, because it wasn't like I, I was out there for five years struggling, you know, trying to get be heard. It was a, just an idea, man. I saw at that moment, uh, you know, MC Hammer came out with uh, with I think you can't touch this and. And, you know, black people went crazy. I was like, all right, cool. You know, and then Vanilla Ice comes out and, and, and white people lose their mind. And I was like, man, there's a spot for me. <laughs> yeah. Take the brown people. So I, with that idea, I just had an opening. You know, it was it was just sad because I remember I was acting and I was doing this and I was like, you know what? And I had done every every acting role that was offered to a Latino back in those days. I did every gang role, every yeah. you know bad guy role, every, you know, drug dealer role. So. When I saw the opportunity, I said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a different type of role for for us Latin men out there. And that's where the Rico Suave came out. Well, well done, sir. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well done. You know, in the early 90s, a lot of people called me Rico Suave yeah. because. Is uh, that right? Oh, yeah. Because well, my name well, is I- Rick. And, you know, I'm a great dancer. Okay. He's um, not a great dancer, but go The chicks on. all loved me. Okay. They didn't. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but uh, now they call me Rico Grasa. You know what that means? <laughs> T- tell Dave what it means because he doesn't know. Uh, greasy Rico. <laughs> yeah. Greasy Rico. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. How do you say? How do you say gout? How do you say gout in Spanish? Because it could be Rico gout too. Uh, do you have a new? Uh, do you have a new nickname now? Twenty-seven years later. Yeah, actually, actually, I'm Pastor G now. Oh. Every yeah, at, at everything at. Uh, Pastor you know, G, is area. that what you said? Oh, that's cool. Pastor, Pastor G, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pastor G. It's like, I'll be uh, at Kroger's yesterday, and I hear, you know, some kid, hey, Pastor G, and I, I'm like, you know, of all the titles that I had from whatever, actor, dancer, or executive in the business, whatever it was, man, I, I, that's the one that I actually, I can relate to the most, and I can be proud of. Oh, good for you. Well, that's that's fantastic. Um, we got to ask, uh, do you still have those six-pack abs and that beautiful mullet? Do you still have that beautiful mullet? Well, the six-pack abs is probably a two-and-a-half-pack right now. <laughs> well, that's two-and-a-half more that's better than, than we do. Yeah, because the bottom abs, they're, you know, at 53, they're a little tough to get by. I really, I mean, if if I worked out a good three months, I got a good regimen that I can, in three months, I can get them back, but I've been lazy lately. Yeah, you know, right. it's yeah. not worth it. As far as, as far as the mullet, there's nothing I can do, my brother. My hair be receding for the last couple of years is almost gone. Oh, okay. now well, we love you. Yeah, yeah. Now, now we now, now we we're the you. president of the Pastor G fan club. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I actually yeah. wrote. You know what? I'll yeah, send you. I, 
I, I, I just kind of, you know, you fight it so much and you, you try to be creative. And I, I'm at the point I'm, I just shaved it the other day. And I, you know, the, the, the bad thing about me is that uh, I can't grow a goatee because I figure yeah, I look kind of fly with ball head on a goatee, but it don't happen, man. It just looks like, uh, I don't know, I had an accident or something. <laughs> so uh, what kind of comb- the hat? Uh, OK, so you're in denial. You're stage one denial with a hat. Uh, what kind of comb overs did you use? Did you do the uh, front over back like Donald Trump? Did well, you do- I, I had I had the Caesar cut for a long time. Oh, good. When, yeah. when it wasn't relevant anymore, I had the Caesar cut. You know, it wasn't a, it wasn't by choice. So no, I know you're uh, you're from Ecuador originally. Uh, you still have family down there. Yeah, I have tons of family, tons of friends. Uh, I I try to go there at least twice a year. You know, um, I love being down there for for the summer. Summertime is beautiful over there. You know, go to the beaches. We I, I take my family. We we kind of do a you know a, a low key vacation. We just I I love my country, but um, you know I thought that I was gonna end up uh, one day uh, living over there and. Uh, to my surprise, God threw me a, a curveball, and I am living in Kentucky now. That is just That's, amazing. <laughs> yeah. That is just amazing. Gerardo is in Kentucky. He's a pastor now. He doesn't have any hair, and and yeah. uh, and <laughs> not uh, he's got a little lab. hair. Not... <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think it's great. I think it's great. You know, we all uh, we all eventually age, and yes, uh, and uh, you know. I'm happy to hear you're one of us. <laughs> right, right. I am, bro. Yeah. I, I am definitely. Yeah, we're still not happy about the two and a half pack of abs you have, but you know, uh, we'll send you a cheese platter to get those gone. Yes, you know, exactly. Pizza from Chicago. Well, thanks very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, come on the air with us. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Talk about your church? Anything? Um... Yeah, man. If if you get a chance to go to uh, Hustle Grace KY on Facebook, beautiful, and uh, we're live every Sunday at 11 a.m. and uh, Nothing, man. You know uh, what I tell everybody, man. Just you know, there'll be coming a time when, when, uh, when uh, you might go through it, <clears throat> when you might struggle a little bit, man. You know, keep your head up, but reach out to that one being, man, that uh, you haven't given a chance to, man. You'll you'll be surprised of what he can do. Well, good words, buddy. Good Thank time. you very much. Have and, a good new year. Yes, have a great new year. My brother, God bless you guys. Thank you. Take it easy. Take care. Great guy. What a nice guy, huh? Yeah, you know what he just did during that interview? He murdered a man. It's true. No, he murdered. Oh. He murdered Barry Gordy. He murdered Barry Gordy. Uh, what a nice guy, and yes. what a what a life that guy has led, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, he's he. he I, I thought he had a great sense of humor. Oh, that get fantastic. You know what? I'm going to send him a copy of the Balding Handbook. Please I think, do. I think because he Please appears do. that he needs it. Uh, if you'd like to know more about Rick and Dave, uh, you can. And check, who doesn't? Uh, you can check us out at EckhartSpress.com. We're also at ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. Uh, the show has been produced by Tony Lasano of Opi Productions. Mm-hmm. We are distributed by Ed Silla. Ed Silla comes to everybody's house and plugs it in. He's got a flash drive. When you subscribe, he just puts the flash drive on your... That is what we call service. That is personal service. Uh, He is with the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, and we'll be back again next week with another episode of... Minutia Man. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes. Stitcher Radio and at RadioMisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you.
This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Lasano and Friends. I'm Doug Sohn. I'm Paige Weiser. Doug, what was your first job? My first real job, I was an usher at the Esquire Movie Theater. Oh, on Oak Street, oh. Which no longer exists. Yeah. And I did it in the summer of... 77 or 78 and this was back in the day when it was one theater so it wasn't multiples and they kept movies there for a long time so for two months I saw Grease so I actually know the movie Grease like backwards and forwards just seen it 300 times Uh, I wanted to go back to the Usher sure for a moment I look fabulous in red polyester sport coats by the way no hat Um, no I didn't do this in the 1920s (laughs) were were you in the cigarette box were were you yes. equipped with a a fire uh, firelight? What do they call that invention? Flashlight. Firelight. No, just but one of those. I was very good with the the broom and uh, the little sweeper. I'm very meticulous. So the lobby when I worked, yes, spotless. But you were not the the bouncer. I sort of. I do remember doing my little rounds and being um, a little bit frightened and stopped by someone towards at the at the back door of the of the theater and him basically telling me is like I'm going to continue selling weed um, I'll be out of here in a minute or two why don't you go to the lobby to which I dutifully did yeah 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 figured, you know, and that man was yes. Richard Speck it turns out wow <laughs> <laughs> well. get more Lasano and friends now on lasano.com